Hello, welcome back. Hello. I'm Jordan. I'm Joseph. Welcome to the Blackbird Breakfast Club. That's us. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Let all acquaintance be forgot. Mm hmm. Yeah. We're no longer acquaintance, Jordan. Oh. I forgot. I forgot about that. New Year. New Year, new us. New Same year, podcast. New <laughs> <laughs> Hope everyone had a good holiday and New Year. And yeah, 2023. Here we are. Let's do it. Let's do it. We Today we wanted to talk about our top five favorite albums of 2022. Yes. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We are music enjoyers. Yes. I would sh- say. I would say that. I, I have some favorite records this year. Me too. From last year. Now. That's oh, crazy. La- oh, last year. <laughs> They're from last year? No, it is. It's just funny. <laughs> I just saw so many memes where it was like, those people that say, see oh you next year. <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> anyway. That one just never... It never ends. Mm-hmm. Every year there will be someone, or uh, like on New Year's Eve, who will say... That's what I'm saying, yeah. Oh, see you next year. See you next year. I hate it. Yeah, you just reminded me of that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, these are our top five records from 2022. Mm -hmm. Should we start? Yeah, so we've... Let's just jump right into it. We haven't told each other them, I don't think. Um, Probably, I feel like... We'll have some similar ones. We listen to a lot of the same music, but I think that we'll have some differences, if anything, in our where we've placed things. For sure. And yeah, so we'll rank them and we'll share each one. Yeah. All right. So we'll start start <laughs> so we'll start at number five. Number five. One being our favorite of the year, obviously. Yeah. So we'll start at the the last one. So Jordan, give me your number five. Number five. Okay. So this one was it was kinda hard for me to find the last one because Number five was hard. Yeah, because I have like the top four, there was like no brainer for right. me. I knew for sure what I wanted those to be. Um, but top five kind of, or the fifth one, I like had something else for a second and then I was like, no. And I remembered. Yeah. I feel like it's a bit of an honorary mention. Yes. To be number five. Yeah. And that's kind of how I feel about this one. It was kind of, it's kind of a surprising one for me, but I feel like it as a whole, as an album, I really did enjoy it. Yeah. Um, so it's Lizzie McAlpine's, is that how you say your name? McAlpine. McAlpine, uh, five seconds flat, her album. I... Really like it. I that was one of those for me that like I've I've known about her for a while. Um, kind of followed some of her journey on like TikTok and stuff like that. But um, I saw that she had released the this album with like a movie kind of vibe where each song had like a music video with yeah. it, and it all ran together. And I watched it and just was very inspired by it. And I just think her songwriting is very very good. Um, yeah, and I feel like as an album, it's a very good album, and it held. It held a place for me. I love that. Do you have like year? a favorite song or anything from it? Um, I just so you know, on all of mine, I have my favorite record and then my favorite song. Oh, from you that have record. your favorite song too. I didn't do that, but I could easily do that if I let me just look at it really quick. Okay. I'm gonna pull it up. I really, I feel like the the song that kind of got me to like this album and to get into her was "All My Ghosts." Um, mm. That song's really good, and also the song she does with uh, Phineas, "Hate to Be Lame." That one's a very good song. Yeah, I remember you playing that one a ton. Yeah, I liked it. Nice. So, yeah, I also, (laughs) something about me is I have an obsessive personality, which means when I find something I like, I can't get enough of it for a long time. And then I get really sick of it, and I, like, have to take a break, or I hate it. But a lot of times I just, like, 
listen to it every day or love it or it's yeah. like the same things on repeat. And I'll tell you, I get sick of it way before you do. Yep, that is. We'll get in the car and <laughs> the same song will play every time uh, we get in the car. Yeah, and, and I feel like my Spotify, <laughs> my Spotify knows me and it'll always play me the same songs and Joseph gets yeah. so and annoyed. I'm just like, if I have to hear this song one more time. I could listen to my favorite song over and over again. On multiple repeat. times a day. Yeah. Not necessarily like back to back, but like if I'm driving one place and then I get there and I feel like I'm in the mood for it again on the way back, I'll do it. <laughs> That's crazy to me. I, mean, I can't listen to a song more than once in like a week sometimes. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, okay, I heard this <laughs> recently. I, I can't listen to it again. That's crazy. All right. What's number five for you? Number five is also a bit of a surprising one for okay. me. Um, and this is coming from, I would say that I'm a budding country music fan. Mm-hmm. This is something that I've discovered in myself this yeah. last year. I've, mm-hmm. for a long time, have said that I like any music except for country music. Mm-hmm. And I think that stands, if we're talking about, like, top 40 radio country. Pop country. Because yeah. I... It's kind of the pop worst. Pop country is no not good. It's... Yes. I think even country music fans will argue yes. that top 40 country sucks. Yeah. yeah. For the most part. Um, but my... I think I know what it is. Fifth favorite record this mm-hmm. year number five is can i take my hounds to heaven by tyler childers oh which i don't know i thought you were gonna say that jason guy jason is what's his name yeah he, has, he didn't put out a record this year oh but he's like jason is but but that's the same genre intro to like country music. that's why i thought that's what it yes. was um okay sorry say the name again so the record is can i take my hounds to heaven uh-huh. by yes. tyler childers i remember you telling showing me a song yeah off this so it is it is a country record. Yeah. Like, deep, deep. <laughs> <laughs> the light just... The, the light moved when you nodded your head. It is... It's definitely, like, probably my deepest foray into enjoying country music. And... I love that. It was... I honestly... I even contemplated it not being in my top five favorite mm-hmm. records this year. Um, but it was... It just holds such a special place for me because it's, like, something new. Mm-hmm. It's, like... What's up? Just looking. I'm sorry. I'm just making sure everything's working. Out. Everything's just working. Glancing around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to throw you off. Um, it's like enjoying country music is so new for me. Mm-hmm. I've started trying to like learn how to be a country music guitar player because yeah. I feel like it helps my guitar playing. Just to be versatile. Yeah, songwriting. It's just yeah. It's probably my new favorite thing is country music. Um, I it also like it. It reminds me of home. Mm-hmm. Like it reminds me of where I like grew up. Like I grew up you. like in yeah. the Appalachian Mountains. So it just always feels like I'm in the mountains again. Like, yeah. um, but this record specifically is like it's kind of his sober record. Like mm-hmm. he That's cool. stopped drinking and wrote this record. And specifically, so there's a song on it. Uh, it's kind of a strange record too because there's like three versions of each song, and mm. I honestly don't know the difference between them. That's interesting. Because yeah. it, it's like seven or eight songs, but it's like the Hallelujah version, the Jubilee version. Mm. There's just a bunch of different ones, but yeah. the the song Angel Band uh, is just so beautifully written. Yeah, it's it's one of like I could just listen to it and just read the lyrics for like an hour I love that. and just keep going through it and and just. I don't know. It's just really beautiful. It's about that's so cool. Uh, it's about universalism, but yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's really great. So that's that's my fifth favorite record this year. I love that. That's amazing. Okay, I'll go on to my fourth. Yeah, I feel like we're gonna start getting pretty similar. 
but I, yeah, we haven't, from here have we're not seen get, your notes. These will be very obvious to you, these yeah. next ones. I'm ready. Okay, number four is Holly Humberstone's Can You Afford to Lose Me, which I think it's an EP album yeah. kind of vibe. That's also my number four. No way. So <laughs> That's we'll just share this Okay, one. we'll just talk about it together. Yeah. So I'll, t- I'll share why it's my favorite, and right. I'll share my favorite song, and then you do the same. Great, yeah. We also saw her live this year in Brooklyn. It was which unbelievable. If you don't know who Holly Humberstone is, you need to listen to her. If you like um, yes. girl pop bedroom pop what would you call it dream pop girly i don't know it's very bedroom it's bedroom pop i am obsessed with her um my dad actually told me about her a few years ago before she kind of became super big but um anyway i recently i feel like within the last year or so i've really like become obsessed with her music yeah and you showed her to me i did also maddie healy of the 1975 uh works a lot with her and writes on some of her stuff and um so, of course, that's, if you know The us. greatest songwriter on the planet. I mean, obviously, yeah. So we'll get there, though. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it's kind of, like, kind of obvious that we love it. Um, But we saw her when we were in Brooklyn uh, a f- couple months ago, uh, just because we happened to be there for another yeah. for a trip, and she was playing, uh, was it the first night of her tour, I mm-hmm. think? Um, it was amazing. It was so fun. Yes. We went, and it was great. Um, I think my favorite song is I mean probably Scarlet. Me too. It ha- yep. I like <laughs> <laughs> of course. That song I played that's one of those songs I overplayed. Yeah. It was honestly for me it was seeing her live that did it. Yeah. Cuz like I don't know I've always sort of made fun of the like karaoke live mm-hmm. performers mm-hmm. before where it's like just one person or a few people and it's a lot of tracks. Because when we saw her, she had w- a drummer, and a it was drum- her yeah, yeah. and a drummer. But she a played lot guitar. Of artists that will just do and like keys, I guess. they'll just go up with tracks and mm-hmm. maybe sing over it, or yes. they maybe have a guitar player or something. Yeah, and, and it's always come across as really inauthentic to me. But I think be- something about the way that she does it, mm-hmm. where she plays different instruments. She's she, if you if you haven't seen what Holly Humberstone's live setup looks like, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. So it's like just two risers. So it's her and her little station uh, where she's got a bunch of sets of keys and guitars mm-hmm. and everything. And so she'll do like live looping. She'll do, she'll sing into a couple of different mics and, and loop it. And then, you know, her drummer has some triggers. So it feels like she is still fully playing live. Yeah. While there's a lot of tracks and a lot of like fullness going on. Yeah. So seeing her. It was fun to see. Knowing her we were going to see her, I dove into the record a lot, and this was also while this record was releasing. True. Um, yeah, it just released right before the show, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, or right after, I think. Actually, maybe it was right after. Because I think the a single for this uh, album came out right before we saw her, like days before. But I think the album came out maybe a few weeks or yeah. so after. But it is just such a good like it. The whole record just feels so good. It's produced so well. Great songwriting. She's a I don't great think songwriter. Any skips on it. No, like that's it's what. Very, very good. Honestly, from here on out, all of my albums. Honestly, the t- all of the albums that I'm going to mention, yeah. there are no skips for me, and that's part of why they're my favorite albums. Because as a whole, as an album, I think they're from like start to finish. It's amazing. I'm also a big album listener. I'm not really Same. a huge playlist person. Um, I like listening through We're an definitely album. Definitely not dirty shuffle people. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. <laughs> if you shuffle a record, 
Oh no, God! What kind of chaotic energy do you go about your day with? When you, if you just go into something and you just press shuffle, that stresses me out. Why is that even an option? I don't know. I get shuffling on a playlist. That makes sense to me. Sure, but not on an but album. But shuffle a record. Mm-mm. Get just like whatever stop. I hear Disrespect. is what I'm going to hear. Jail. <laughs> Jail for shufflers. Jail for shufflers. If you shuffle <laughs> your records. Go eat rocks. Joseph, what? why are you so aggressive? Because they need to know. Okay. Well, anyway, I mean, to each his own, but yeah, no shuffles for me. Um, anyway, that, so that was our collective number. That, I love that. Also, listen to the song Sleep Tight by Holly Humberstone. It's a single. It's my favorite song it's of hers. It's so good. It is so incredible. It's so good. She's an, just to end it, she's an incredible songwriter and just a great pop artist. And if you like those things, I think you'll love this album. So go listen to it. All right. Do you want to give your third? Yeah. So my third favorite record is Beatopia by Biba Doobie. That's my second. That's your second? Yes. That's really funny. Okay. <laughs> so okay. I love Biba Doobie. I know you do. I do too. This was... As compared to mm-hmm. you showing me Holly Humberstone, yeah. I brought Biba Doobie into your life. Yeah, you did. And I think you and love her now more than I do. And this record, Clearly. I think... No, I think this record made me love her more than you. Yeah. This record specifically, I bec- I listened to Days on End when yeah. it came out. But yeah, you, you it's share. It's such a, like... It's such a departure from what she's been doing. Cause mm-hmm. I, so I discovered her around Space Cadet EP, Yes. Which was, like, full which, grunge... If you're on TikTok or have been for a few years, you oh, know you know the coffee you song. Um, make a cup of coffee for your yeah. head. Yeah, that was like the OG. So that's her. Trending song. But that is like probably my least favorite song of hers. Like she yeah. has such better songs than 100%. that. So if you like that, listen to Biba Doobie, which also a great name for an artist. 100%. She's amazing. Yes. Love her. She's incredible. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The stuff that she does, just as an artist, like she did a whole. Was it when did she do Beatopia live? What was the live record that she did? No, Beatopia is the one we're talking about. The Flowers right. one. What was it? Fake it Flowers. Fake it Flowers. That was her last record. Okay, that was also unbelievable. Go watch. She did the whole record cover to cover live on YouTube. The art direction in that video is everything I want to be as an She's art director. She's a crazy good artist. <laughs> yeah. Beatopia, I think, is probably her most accessible record. I think it's the best thing she's done so far, yeah. personally. Just out of my taste for her stuff. Yeah. It's so good. I miss the grunge. Yeah. That it she is used less to grungy. Do. But so my favorite song yeah. on the record is Ten Thirty Six, which I think is the second song on the record. That one's it has good. really grungy guitars. That's a grunge song, yeah. Man. It's great. That one is another like I could put that one on repeat and just listen to I it. I love that. Just the production on it. Yeah. Another it's so good. The the common thread in a lot of these is the hand of the almighty Matty Healy. It is, because it's his record label, uh, Dirty Hit, that uh, this artist is on. We're just well. big fans of... He works with her a little bit, too. I don't think he worked on this album, though, but... No, I don't think so. Um, okay, while we're talking about... So this is my number two. Yeah. It was my second favorite of the year. Um, Ripples is the song that's my favorite. Yeah, it's like, you love that one. It's so beautiful. It's such a great melody. The it's strings. Just, oh, and the melody gets me. Yeah. Gosh, I love a good melody. She'll um, go from doing, like really grungy songs to doing like Disney princess songs. Yes. I think that's why I like her so much is because I relate to her, her songwriting a lot. I feel like you've said before that you feel like I write music in a similar way that she does. Um, 
and I, I, I just feel like I relate to how she writes and melodies that she'll sing sometimes. I'm like, ooh, I just love that. Um, she's big inspo for me. But, yeah, that album is just creative, so Great good. record. Again, it's Again, just, no, there's no skips. No skips. That's what I was going to say. No it's skips. so good. And there's something on the record for everybody. Yes. Like, it's, we're sort of in this uh, sort of genreless era mm. of pop music. I love it. Where, like, it's all pop. Like, it could all fit on a pop playlist with anybody else. But it's so, like, singer-songwriter and yes. then rock and then there'll be an electronic song. It's and yeah. It's just so across the board, mm-hmm. but all of it's really good. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like artists now have more creative freedom over Agreed. what they're doing and, and how they want to produce it. And if they have an idea for a song that sounds like My Chemical Romance, mm-hmm. they can do it. But then if mm-hmm. they also want to put out a country song on the same record, like they can. Yeah. So, and I love that because I just want to listen to all of it. Yeah, I, I do love that a lot about like the trend of music right now. Yeah. Um. Okay, I'll give my number three since That's great. Yeah. that was your number three, my number two, Um. which I wonder if this is your number two. It won't be. Oh, okay. <laughs> Rex Orange County, who cares? Yeah, talk uh, about it. Okay, so Joseph... Joseph introduced me to Rex Orange County. I obviously knew of his song that blew up like a long time ago. What is it? Loving was easy. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I knew of that song, but Joseph like introduced this album to me sometime this year, and I just like fell in love with it. Yeah. I, again, no skips. I think it's incredibly written it's just so good the melodies are insane he does that like run thing which i usually don't like it when people do runs and stuff that's usually not my type of music that i typically love to listen to but his is so like it's so effortless and lazy that like it's so like along to it really yes and it doesn't feel feel like you're good at it yes and it doesn't feel like inauthentic i don't know i just anyway this album is amazing yeah there's also been some yeah this is a good opportunity to talk about there's been some controversy around him, which is really upsetting when I found this out, but uh, he had a bunch of like sexual assault charges against him uh, a few months ago that came out, and um, Joseph and I were both shocked and like, what? Yeah. We, as l- we looked into it, we started to realize, like, I mean, you can, I feel like you did yeah. a lot of the, like, research. Well, outside of any of the research, the charges yeah. have been dropped against him. Yeah. So, but... There was a weird couple of months there about, like, what do we do? Because we both loved listening to this artist and listening yeah. to this record. And it it just brings up the the topic of separating the art from the artist. Yeah. Joseph like, and I talk about this a lot, I feel yeah. like. It's not worth supporting abusers. Yeah. Just as a caveat. Like, as yeah. a, like, overall. It is just, it's not worth mm-hmm. art from somebody who is a terrible person. Right. Or is actively making other people's lives worse yeah um like kanye is another example yeah where like i was a huge kanye fan Mm -hmm. like huge kanye fan yeah and as soon as it started getting weird which you know looking back it's it's been weird for a long time yeah but like it's not worth listening to music from somebody who's Mm anti-semitic like that's just not worth it but don't listen to kanye anymore like that's not it yeah rex felt different where like he it was all allegations it mm-hmm. was it was never anything that was confirmed and i don't know i believe in giving people the benefit of a doubt uh yeah. obviously the truth will come to light mm-hmm. for whatever situations ensue right um so f- you know for him it was like 
He took it to court and it got dropped. Or it didn't yes. even... It didn't even make it to that's court. Right, that's which right. Which is crazy, especially for the UK. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, he had his receipts in a row of, like, yeah. <laughs> I didn't... And I'm not saying he's perfect. Yeah. Like, clearly he was in situations where something might have happened. Right. To the point where somebody has accused him of sexual assault. Yeah. Which is a very serious matter. Yeah. That should not be taken lightly. Yeah. Uh, all that to say, I'm very glad those charges got dropped. Yeah, and me that too. He, his name is at least starting to get cleared. Because I feel like, yeah, you can listen with yes less of a guilty conscience. Because when when all that happened, I like I don't know, I felt I don't know, I just felt weird about listening to his music because it's all right. I could think about. And then I was like, oh, it's just not the vibe of like I don't know. I want to just like enjoy this music, but now that's all I'm thinking about. So, um, anyway, all that to say, it's a great album. Love it a lot. And it's yeah, super good. I think I've never heard someone use orchestra samples yeah. in the same way. Oh my gosh. Because it's like sort of an R and B record, it's sort of a hip hop record. Yeah. But it's all with every song, the the common thread is samples of orchestras mm-hmm. and like like movements. It's it's unbelievable. Do you have a favorite song from the record? Yeah, I, w- I think it's the window one. What is it? I think that's what it's called. I think it's called window. Um Open a window, featuring yeah. Tyler the Creator. Awesome. I don't know. There, love Tyler. There's the so many good songs. Honestly, like the whole record again is no just like everyone. But that that song, like I just love it. Yeah. The melody and everything. Um, great record. Great so record. yeah, that was my number three. I think. So yeah. that was your number three. Three. Yeah. So the only one you haven't talked about now is your number one. Right? Yeah. Great. So we're on the same page then. Great. So I've got, I've got to talk about my number two. Yes. Um, Very curious. Which this is one of my favorite opportunities is to talk about very little known bands that I've discovered yeah, yeah. that are some of my absolute favorites. Uh-huh. So my number two is Underground Complex Number One by Typhoon. Oh yes. Which you love Typhoon. I cannot sing enough praises for the band Typhoon out of Portland, Oregon. They, I don't. I don't even really. It was like a friend of a friend who showed me them in like 2013 when their record White Lighter came out. They're like a 13-piece folk rock. Mm -hmm. It's hard to describe what their genre is. Mm -hmm. But it's like, it's so cinematic. It's so orchestral. There's a lot of strings. There's a lot of like folk instruments. His voice is super unique. Um, And I've never heard somebody write lyrics in the same way that he writes lyrics mm. for Typhoon. Um, it's so poetic. Like, poetry is really important and imagery is really important. Uh, he talks about space a lot. Like, space is his sort of analogy for life and, and the universe. And it, it, it's so good. His, yeah. his songwriting is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so... They put out a couple of records over the last couple of years, and this one has just hit so, so right. There's a song called uh, Omni Slash Impotence that, like, time changes and big rock guitars and strings. And, like, it's just a a perfect, like, just go on a drive somewhere. Go find, like, a back road to drive down at sunset Mm -hmm. and roll down your windows and just play – this record and honestly all of typhoon's discography is worth it just going through white lighter is my favorite record of theirs Mm -hmm. i will go back to it multiple times a year Mm -hmm. 
because we've talked about I don't listen to the record. If I listen to a record, I'm done with it for a while. Not <laughs> I have me. To let it Couldn't sit. be me. <laughs> Could not be you. <laughs> but like all of their discography is worth it, especially talking about records that came out in the last year. This yeah. is this is up there for me as far as Love the that. quality of the songs on the record. It's amazing. All right, number one. I'm sure we have the a start shared of the show. One. Let's say it at the same time. Are we starting with the artist? Or are we starting with the uh, starting with the name of the album. Name of the album. All right. All right. Being, Being funny, funny in a foreign, foreign language, language by, by the, the 1975. 1975. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. It's no secret that we're pretty big 1975 fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 1975 released a new album this year, if you don't know. I mean, everyone knows. Um, they also have put on the greatest tour they've ever done. Unbelievable. Ever. And let me just say, it's okay if you don't like the 1975. A lot of people are haters and that's fine you don't have a lot to of like people them jumped in on the first record yeah and then as soon as they started getting a little avant-garde and poppy right they yeah, people left, left which is fine which is understandable but More it, for us. but if you're a fan like us where you've maybe been on the journey i have loved them since end of high school beginning of college so that was like 2012 ish era just um probably 2013 something like that um, from their first record on. Like, I've loved following their journey, all that. Um, but yeah, this album is so good. I I think it's a very it's a very mature album for them in a lot of ways. It's um I mean just I think Maddie is just I think he's the greatest songwriter. He's my favorite songwriter. Like yeah. the way he writes songs musically and lyrically is just insane to me and how he talks about just his views and stuff I think is really beautiful and um he's very controversial and unhinged at times but yes. um I do love him so much some would call him problematic <laughs> yeah he's very problematic which is understandable which is very fair um but anyway this album is great uh my favorite on the record I think is Oh Caroline I always go back to yeah. that song it's just it's so good it makes me feel like just feel good I just want to dance yeah. you know what's your favorite one I I really like looking for somebody to love. Yes. It the way that that song hits. I I also just I love mm -hmm. songs that are super upbeat mm -hmm. that are about something really dark. Yeah. So like it it's worth listening to the song twice. Yeah. Cuz you're going to listen to it the first time and you're going to boogie <laughs> and, then and then you're going to go listen. back and read the lyrics yeah. and understand that it's about school shootings. Yeah. And it changes everything. Something I would say what I love most about the 1975 mm -hmm. is that they'll write about drugs, they'll mm -hmm. write about weed, mm -hmm. they'll write about, you know, whatever. But mm -hmm. then we'll also have these, like, incredibly heartfelt social commentary pieces about current events. Mm -hmm. Like, love it if we made it. Love it, it if we made it. Um, Jesus Christ 2005, God Bless America, mm -hmm. from the last couple of records, mm -hmm. like, are, are incredibly well-written essays mm -hmm. about society mm -hmm. and looking for somebody to love is just their most recent entry yeah. into that category of songs that they do mm -hmm. so it's like musically it feels great and then it makes you th like think as well mm -hmm. which i like a lot i like to think about my music yeah for sure the last song on the record is really good too yeah. um i'm blinking on what it's called but Oh, 
why can't I think of the name of it? Do uh, you when, know? When we were together. When we were together. <laughs> Thank you. Um, that song's really great. Yeah. Um, we got to see them twice on this tour. So I feel like these are funny stories that we should yeah. end with. Uh, so we were on tour with the band that we work with um, in Boston, right? Yeah, Boston. And it was the second night of the 1975's tour. Yes. And we happened to be... 15 minutes down the street from where they were playing at a different arena. So we were at an ar- or like a venue. We were at a theater. Yeah, we were at a theater. And they were playing the, the they, arena in Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we looked at... We oh, no, they were playing Fenway Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Field. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was like, it wasn't a baseball field, but it was at a it baseball was. field. It was just inside. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, a great club. yeah. So we we did the math and and like tra- and timed it out of like our show would end at uh yeah we did some sleuthing to right figure out like what time their show started what time our show would end yeah if we could get there so like we, we also both finished <laughs> up work I bought tickets hours before the show like last minute spent way too much money for them but especially for a show that we weren't going to see the whole show of like yeah. we were going to be late we knew that we knew we would miss at least. Probably like what do you think? A third of the set we've missed. Yeah, we definitely missed. We missed the first six songs. Yeah, um, That's a lot of it. it. It is a lot of it, but it was worth it to us. So Good we memories. we it was such a great just like a great memory. So we finished up our show. We hopped in a car. We rode over and we made it just in time to yeah. see like most of the set. And then we saw them. I saw them again with my friend Caroline in Atlanta. And then I saw them in Nashville. Yeah. And it was great. So and th- it was worth I, I would not see a lot of artists on the same tour more than once and this was definitely worth it. It was like if y'all haven't seen like I mean I'm sure a lot of people have seen videos of it. It's like You can see it on YouTube. It's yeah, it's incredible. They have like the set design is insane. It's almost like a Broadway play in a way, like really well produced. Very, very well done. Anyway, it's insane. So every moment of it is thought through. <sighs> anyway, I could talk for hours about yeah, them. But good. yeah. So those are our albums. But that record smacks. That record does smack. So yeah, those are our favorite albums of this year. Yep. Nobody um, asked us, but nobody asked, but there you go. There you go. Um all right, Joseph. Any shout outs for this? This week. Shout out to anything you're into right now or excited about. What was I gonna say? I had an idea about something. I can't remember what I was gonna say. Was it your new game you got? Never mind. Shout out to Wingspan. Yeah. I got Joseph a game for Christmas as a board game. This it's is like not a new game. No. <laughs> it's been out for a while. Yeah. But he's talked about it for years and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna this buy him this game. Jordan got a got me a great Christmas present. It's a board game called Wingspan. It's so fun, guys. It's and about I don't birds. I'm even like. And I can't a, beat Jordan at it. Uh, yeah. Jordan's I am, undefeated. I'm pretty good at it, which is rare for me. I'm usually not good at games, but yeah. this one I'm pretty good at. Really just shout out board games in general. Yeah. Just such a good waste of time. We have done. So the last couple of weeks, we've really taken advantage of being off of work. I go back to work n- tomorrow. So this week. Um, And so, well, when you listen to this, it will be today (laughs) um today is sunday but tomorrow um but i feel like the last couple weeks we've just been like playing games reading it's been so nice watching shows not really watching shows a little bit here and there i okay my shout outs is reading because i've i'm always reading but also emily in paris i binged the whole thing in like a weekend if you know you know great show all right 
We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Seriously. Have and a great day. Have a great day. Happy New Year. See you next time. Bye. Bye.